Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Oh my God, oh my God, I'm so excited. Did you hear the new intro? <laughs> I made it myself. I'm so proud. So welcome to the new face, a new edition of the same podcast. It's no longer Standout in ELT. It's Get Richer Teacher, which, as I said in the intro, I know it might be triggering. I know you might be feeling, hey, but like rich, I don't want to get rich. That's not my main goal. But I want to show you that um, it's a limiting belief, that's one. And number two, there is nothing wrong with wanting more money as a teacher. And obviously, it won't be the only thing I'll be talking about here, but I want to change this bloody industry. And I decided to start with this, with the money mindset Um you know, limitations that we've got. And I got inspired because I recently ran an event for my lovely, lovely community. Uh, so many people showed up. One person flew from another country to take part in this event, which honestly, like such a badass move. Uh, and I loved it. And we talked about money blocks and we talked about those limiting beliefs that are really such a big, big issue, especially in the field of education, because there's so many stories around um, going into that profession for, you know, out of passion or because we have a mission. And I'm like, but that's true in so many other jobs as well. Like, for example, in order to become a doctor, I know you have to be quite interested in anatomy or whatever else. I don't know, really. Um, but you're also on a mission. And yet still, doctors tend to make a bit more, a bit more money than teachers. So, like, this argument is such a stupid thing. And also, I get that it might not be the driving factor for you when it comes to opening and scaling your teaching business. But again, without money, you won't be able to fill your potential, you, to realize your potential. Because if you are on a mission, if you want to help a lot of people, you are going to need money to be able to do that. Even if there are some things that you might want to uh, do for free, just like I do. Like this podcast is a free resource and I do it, yes, for, for two reasons, basically. One reason, as I said in the intro, I'm on a mission. I am on a mission. But also I've got other offers that are paid and they are, I'm paid well 
for those offers because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do all those things that are free. You know, this is how it works. So maybe if we all fixed our relationship with money and making more and becoming richer and like kind of demystified uh, the image of a person who makes good money, then maybe it would become a little bit easier for us. Just think about it. Just just have a reflection around that and let me know what you think. You know how much I love your DMs on Instagram. So please DM me uh, at Ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and let me know your thoughts. All right. But if you're staying for this episode, uh, I know that you want to be a richer teacher. I know you're ready. Even if there is some resistance towards it, that's okay. We're going to work through it. And today I wanted to talk about something really important, uh, which is that the fact that we're teachers. And that's why I entitled this episode, I'm a teacher, what's your superpower? Like, you know, all those cups and um, t-shirts, we could literally wear one of those. I probably would. I don't know if you would, but I would, uh, because I think it's amazing to be a teacher. And I wanted to give you a few uh, reminders, because I'm sure you're aware of them, of why being a teacher is actually um, having a massive superpower. It's also something that we often forget about and we very much play our skills down. So especially when it comes to building a business and asking uh, people for money um, when we're about to get paid for our services. So let's start with the whole idea of going into the profession. Um, So I don't know what your story was, but I wanted to share mine. I didn't know from the very beginning that I wanted to be a teacher. When I was a kid, I didn't really know. I was very like, I'm a quick learner in general and I get bored easily. I don't know if it's because of my ADHD, but like I was interested in many things. Then uh, at some point at around the age of 14 or 15, I realized I was really good at languages. So I followed that um, that kind of uh, passion of mine. And when it came to picking high school or secondary school, uh, I went, I chose a class with a linguistic profile. So I studied English and German and uh, I knew I was good at it. I wasn't really good at like, you know, science or stuff like that, but languages were always a thing. And then at some point I thought, okay, so I'm going to like, if I apply for uni, then I will probably study languages because it was just such a passion of mine. And then the pragmatic brain spoke and said, but you cannot make money on this. (laughs) Honestly, money blocks at the age of 16. That's where they show up. But by the way, your money blocks uh, are rooted in your childhood. So, you know, that's not surprising at all, actually. So I decided to study something completely different. Uh, I'm not going to say I regretted it, but it was quite random because I studied politics and it was like, oh my God, such a chore. Um, I didn't really like it. And I started teaching very soon because, you know, I felt like when I was looking for um, ways to like moonlight a bit and like make extra money as a student, I started teaching. I started teaching like private students. Then I quickly found a job where they didn't require many uh, qualifications or no qualifications because I didn't have any at at that time when I was 19. And I got hooked. I just realized, yes, that's what I want to do. And I got, and I was stuck 
in the typical mentality of a teacher for a long time, but it never changed my attitude towards teaching. Like every lesson, yes, exhausting, because, you know, there is the prep, and also when you're a novice teacher, there is obviously more of it, um, and and every lesson is is draining. It is quite, quite a hard job to do, but still, it gave me so much satisfaction. It gave me, like, I could... I could never imagine myself working in an office. So I knew that was it. And I wonder if that was the feeling for you as well when you first started teaching, or maybe you always knew that you wanted to be a teacher. And isn't that beautiful, actually, that we, so many people, no matter how they end up being teachers, they usually are absolutely passionate about it, right? It's so amazing that at the core of that professional choice, there is this need, deep need to help people, to be of service, to see them thrive. Like, honestly, that's still so much of the case for me. There aren't like I like when I speak to other to other people, I think educators have that in common that we love seeing other people thrive. And it's such a selfless thing as well. So I think it's quite special don't you? <laughs> um, and another thing about being a teacher is that, uh, like, I don't want to say that you, you people are born teachers, because I know so many people who went into it, and they realized they didn't have enough skills. So they decided to qualify, like take a cell test to be able to teach English. But as you know, this podcast is going to be for uh, aimed at other teachers as well. So I won't be only talking about English teaching. Um, but, you know, as, as, as an example, they decided to get qualified and, you know, they became fantastic, fantastic professionals. Also, <laughs> another interesting um, like observation that I've had in my many years in that career is that there are so many people who actually at the beginning of the career, uh, when they first got qualified, they actually, like their qualifications are with the lowest grades. Like, for example, at CELTA, they would on- only like, quote, unquote, have a pass rather than a pass B or pass A or what, whatever. And they weren't that, like, even sure. They felt that imposter syndrome because they weren't sure they were good at it. But then with the years of practice, they were willing to, to grow and they became fantastic teachers. I know so many people who are exactly, exactly like that. And that's beautiful, isn't it? Because when you feel something, I feel like when you when you're exactly when you're passionate about something, you it will come to you at some point. You will not get bored. You will not get that frustrated. So people who stay in the profession, they stay in it because they're just great at it, you know. And you know, apart from the uh, apart from people who obviously there is there is a certain group of people who I think went into the profession because. It was um, like the only choice that they had or they thought that they had. And then they become a little bit frustrated by it. And, you know, they are bored and possibly their students are bored. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that you've experienced in your life some some teachers uh, who taught you who were like that. But, you know, on the other hand, that's nobody's fault. I bet um, I bet. It's also the stories that we are told about the profession, isn't it? Because um, I remember in my high school, our German teacher, actually, he said that um, when he was choosing his path, uh, teaching was that easy choice, you know? 
And that's interesting, isn't it? Because it actually takes quite a lot to be a good teacher. Maybe it doesn't take that much to qualify, but it takes a lot. Although it depends on the country and the, and the situation, right? Because I, I'm generalizing generalizing a lot here. Um, but he told me that it was, or told us, that it was just this easy thing. So that's that's just the story that the society tells us and thinks. That, you know, being a teacher is that easy thing right you only work especially if you work in state education you only work for 10 months a year and then you've got two months free and doing nothing right which is like such a myth so many teachers do stuff in the summer or whenever there is a break um but also like for the amount of work that they usually have throughout the year, they deserve that break, for Christ's sake. And uh, for some reason, it's only the teachers who know that, and they always have to explain themselves. And like, you know, whenever there are, for example, in my home country, in Poland, whenever there are strikes over teachers' pay, um, people say, oh, but you you only work your, you know, from eight till, till three, and then the rest of the day you're free. I mean... Are those people bloody joking? The amount of admin and the amount of like actually emotional and physical burden that teachers carry is honestly, it's it's mad. So, you know, they at least deserve a break from that. Right. Um, Also, not to mention that when you become a teacher, teaching is just like one tenth of what you actually do. Um, I found out about this when I was a teacher to young learners. You literally become a mom, you become a psychotherapist, you become an organizer, you become like this great logistics person, you become, you know, so there are so many roles and so many aspects of a teacher's job. I was also, (laughs) I remember I struggle with this so much, but you know, it requires some art skills. Sometimes I wanted to draw something on the board and I struggled, always struggled. I never got better at it. But you know, some teachers do become really good at it. So, you know, you see in under in so many, so many aspects, you have to actually um, develop, right? So teaching is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And then, on the other hand, we, especially for teachers who open their own businesses and work uh, freelance or work, uh, you know, develop their own businesses, we see our work as this hour of a service a week, Uh, delivered to someone right we don't see beyond that and you know it seems like this whole talk about oh teaching teachers change uh, lives and they help people achieve greater things we tend to forget about it because you know it's such a it's such a big um, you know ambitious talk Um, but it's all true and maybe we should be reminded of that every now and again because Honestly, it's teaching is everything but that hour that you spend with a student. It's the direction that you give them. It's the support, the very often bespoke support that you give them so that they can achieve um, whatever they're working on, right? And we forget about that. So we don't charge enough or we don't... um, think highly of ourselves because we only think oh if somebody charges whatever 15 pounds an hour then I cannot charge more because you know nobody will pay but I'm like 
if we still think that people pay for that hour of teaching and if we have that mentality, then this will never change. We will always have that obstacle of thinking in order to be competitive, I just have to charge less than others or that people make decisions when it comes to uh, finding their uh, teacher or a course that is perfect for them based on the price of, of one lesson. Like, this is very naive and stupid, actually, because one, it's not the only factor that take, people take into account. But number two, it's it all starts with us. It doesn't start with the clients. I mean, obviously, there will be some dickheads, uh, forgive my French, um, who will always uh, challenge your uh, rates or say, oh, why do you charge so much? I could find someone cheaper. And then you can just say Arrivederci and good riddance because literally that's, that kind of uh, conversation is ridiculous. But it usually starts with us because when somebody challenges uh, those prices, for example, we tend to just either give discounts or say, oh, well, but I've got experience and, and qualifications and stuff. You don't need to. You don't need to. You know, uh, start with working on understanding how valuable you are as a person because of the choices that you've made. First being going into the profession in the first place and then actually with your unique set of skills. So with your unique set of um, like characteristics and you as a unique person, how many people you helped. I bet you had impact on so many people that didn't even have time or opportunity to tell you, right? And that's why you constantly doubt yourself because it seems like a given. You just chose this job, so you just um, like kind of expect that people, yeah, like, yeah, I help people, but, you know, like I don't expect everybody to remind me. So you need to remind yourself because otherwise you will keep undermining yourself, right? Teaching is a superpower, for Christ's sake. It the way you know the the way i see it is that people don't see the value because we don't see the value that's number 1 and number 2 very often teaching is can be translated into so many different aspects of life like for example when it comes to building your business uh, creating content i know you guys struggle with it i totally know everybody has creative blocks and you don't know what to talk about and you want to be useful and it this is also because of the, uh, because of the way you think you think like a teacher so you always want to teach something but i want you i want to remind you that you're also valuable as a person so you don't always have to teach people something. Remember the best conversations that happen in classes. They are about your private life. When, when you let students in, into your life and tell them, hey, I actually like Marvel movies as well. You know, those moments of connection are the moments that allow students to remember you. And those are the things that will help your social media audiences connect with you as well. So, you know, the fact that you are a teacher is amazing in itself, but you need to see it. So I hope that's, that has been motivating. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you feel about this profession. Do you feel that, you know, because of what the world tells you about the profession, maybe it not being a profitable profession, maybe it like, you know, 
it's, it's basically that attitude of you've chosen it, so shut up and don't complain because I've seen that attitude a lot. But again, it's our job to challenge that. So what do you feel about you being a teacher? That maybe you're stuck at what you've got and you shouldn't be asking for more? Because, you know, you could, you can, and I don't blame you. It's not your fault because it, we, we didn't create that reality for ourselves. It's, it's years and years or centuries of, um, of, of the society build, building a story around who a teacher is and should be, right? But what do you think about it? Do you feel that um, like kind of rebellious <laughs> um, what attitude towards it because if you do that's your chance that is your chance to change the situation for yourself all right thank you so much for being here I hope you enjoyed the first episode of that new edition of um, the podcast get richer teacher that's what I want to teach you here and I'll see you again very very soon in the next episode bye It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course The Rocket or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.